This episode of Kaiju Weekly is brought to you by the sound Godzilla makes right after he destroys Tokyo. Like that? No, not not even close. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Kaiju Weekly, the weekly podcast that introduces you to the wide world of giant monster movies. I am your host, Travis, and with me is my co-host, Steven. Hello, everyone. How are you? We're doing good. I say we're back, but this is kind of like the relaunch of this podcast, so... (laughs) Sure, yeah. So... It's it's the Shin Godzilla of Kaiju Weekly. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So if anybody who's listening to this right now is not aware, uh, Kaiju Weekly used to be a podcast about a year ago. I did with my friend Jake, and uh, we had a lot of fun doing it, but life got in the way, and so we weren't able to continue it. So it was kind of put on hiatus for a little while. And then Steven stepped up. He's willing to co-host with me. So we kind of breathed new life into the podcast. And so we're back and we're going to uh, start fresh. That's right. And if you want a visual of that, uh, just think of Godzilla versus Destroya when Godzilla did that to Godzilla Jr. If you don't know what we're talking about, go watch the movie and you'll figure it out. That's, that's the kind of nerdy stuff we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Even if you do know what we're talking about, go watch the movie just because that's an awesome movie. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So to start off this brand new episode of Kaiju Weekly, uh, let's get into the news. We've got a few news items in the world of giant monster movies. And so I wanted to talk about a few of them, starting with... Uh, last month in September, uh, Bandai releases or released a Godzilla collectible card game. This yes. game is a deck building game that can be played head to head or up to four players, and it uses the Chrono Clash system. Now, I am unfamiliar with this. Is this something that you've ever that you've tried before, or anything no, like it? I was it? actually going to ask you that too, because uh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not a big c- card game person. Um, but this might actually get me into playing these deck building games because I love Godzilla. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the only card game outside of, you know, the basic Uno solitaire, that, that kind of card games that I've tried is, um, it's, it's from the cyanide and happiness people. It's, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's slipping my mind. It's kind of like uh, cards against (laughs) humanity. But I can't remember oh, the name okay. of it. Okay. Okay. But it's it's in that vein, and I've I've heard a lot of people say try Cards Against Humanity, but I've I've still never played it. So I just know it by proxy that it's like that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Me and my friends, we will play Cards Against Humanity sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So I do know that. But as far as like the deck building and head to head, this is kind of like a Magic the Gathering style, oh, okay. but it uses a, a little bit of a different system. Um, the Magic the Gathering system, I think, is kind of unique to it because it was the first one, Mm -hmm. Um, whereas the Chrono Clash system, from what I've read in my research, uh, was developed um, kind of based on 
Magic the Gathering okay. and kind of built on from there. So um, even if I don't play the game, I might still purchase the like the decks that they have put out so far just because the artwork looks amazing on them. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I remember seeing a headline for that. So uh, I'm... I'm I'll have to wait and I'll let you you take the lead on that and you you play them and check that out and see if it's worth my money and I'll join in if if it's necessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll check it out and and I will let you know. I know I've uh there's a few YouTube channels that I follow that have already done reviews on it and are doing playthroughs um with it to kind of teach you how to play, so I'm going to watch those and stuff cuz uh I'm kind of a slow learner with something, so I'm going to uh, learn how to do it but um it's also supposed to be expandable so right now they've put out four series um mm-hmm. that come together uh and they're going to put out more in the future so you're gonna get more cards more uh power-ups all that kind of stuff so it's uh looks like it's going to be a lot of fun excellent all right so the next piece of news that i have we have uh, Subaraya Productions partnered with Mill Creek Entertainment to bring the Ultra Series to America on Blu-ray for the first time. Finally. So, yeah, finally. So, uh, anybody who's uh, anybody who's a real diehard fan of Ultraman has probably already heard this news because they were really pushing hard for the early pre-sales and like to uh, get those yeah get those pre-sales. But just in case a few people who are interested haven't heard and they happen to listen to this podcast, I wanted to put it out there. Um, This is really interesting. Uh, This month uh, for October, uh, they put out Ultra Q, which was the original Ultra series, and Ultraman 1966. Those two have already come out on Blu-ray and the Steelbook edition. Nice. And... Later on, there are they are still planning. They're planning on releasing the entire Ultra series. Which, if you know anything about Ultraman, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff there. So mm-hmm. excellent. I'm I'm actually uh, eager to check that out because I don't think, at least in in my experience, I have not seen any Ultraman here. Now I know that they have that new. Um, I think there's an Ultraman series they've got on Netflix now. It's like a, a new. Yes, yeah, they have the um, the 2019 anime mm-hmm. uh, on Netflix right now, and right. that is I haven't watched it yet. I haven't um, either. But I do plan on yeah, I do plan on watching it. Uh, I Ultraman is one of those things I'm just now getting into. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I've been aware of it because it's mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, if people if listeners aren't aware. Ultraman in Japan actually is more popular than Godzilla. Um, it's just, wow. it's a bigger franchise. It's a more well-known thing. And the only thing I can compare it to is kind of like Doctor Who in the UK. Like the level of popularity and love that people have in Japan for Ultraman is kind of at that level that Doctor Who is in the UK. Wow, I didn't know um, so, that. Yeah, so it, it is it is huge. Hmm. Well, I mean, if there's that many series, so I guess it would make sense. But, yeah, hmm. yeah, and uh, it's it's one of those things that it, it's kind of trickled in to the United States, but it hasn't really made a big foothold here. Mm-hmm. And so maybe with this 
partnership between Subaraya and Mill Creek, they'll be able to reach more people and more people can get into the series. So, um, we'll talk, yeah, we'll talk more about Ultraman in a future episode when we're going to review some of the series. Well, I've got, uh, two little tidbits, if I may, uh, kind of bouncing off of what you were just saying with, uh, kind of the introduction of such a character. I mean, we all know Godzilla stateside, so I don't really feel like it's a, a huge, well, I don't want to say I don't want to downplay this, but I mean for for us, you know, I mean we we go out and seek it out, and you can practically find a lot of the Godzilla movies in DVD stores or or on Amazon. And granted, right. they they do kind of go in and out of circulation and pass from distributor to distributor. So if you don't jump on it immediately, sometimes you can miss out. But it does seem that Toho is pushing to make Godzilla more accessible to the masses. Uh, there was an announcement during a, a mm-hmm. I guess it's a trade show called MIPCOM, which I'd never heard of. They are apparently the world's largest entertainment content market. Uh, Toho said that it will be offering all 29 Godzilla films internationally to broadcasters, uh, streaming services, so distributors can pick those up they can they can pick and choose whatever movie they want or they can get a package deal should they want it and they will also be provided with various materials like music sound effects and the like to create their own promotional materials for whatever they choose to put out there in the world now mentions of similar pushes for mothra and rodan were also noted along with this but it seems like it's it's more focused heavily on godzilla because Obviously, he's right. the he's, king of monsters. Yeah, he's the big guy. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you, you lead with what you got. Right. Um, but it, it does, along with that, they said that there was going to be a new line of merchandise they were going to be pushing in 2020. And Ooh. as far as what they're going to be pushing, that's what kind of caught me, caught my attention. Because, first of all, they said it was going to be like a brand new line of toys, which... I mean, some of the toys are pretty awesome, and I've got one or two that are very well-detailed models of Godzilla. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, c- I could go with that. But they said there's going to be an all-new clothing line that they're going to be pushing out. Ooh. And I would assume, you know, I would have assumed at that point, okay, we're talking like hats, T-shirts, and so on. But this is the really cool thing. They actually partnered with Psycho or Seiko, which is the watch manufacturer, and they actually showed a new watch that's going to be oh, part yeah. of this. I saw clothing this line. On, I saw this online. The the Shin Godzilla uh, wristband yes. design. Yes. So uh, that that's kind of exciting. Watch that is so sleek. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't buy watches. I don't normally wear them, but I would get that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Heck yeah. But so there was that. And the only other thing that kind of came out of that trade show, uh, along with all this news, is there's uh, rumors floating around of an animated series. Of what? I don't know. Oh, yeah. But it, uh, I heard about it this. It is. Yeah. Do you know anything about it? I didn't get any details. No, I, I haven't heard anything. Um, I 
think the the only thing I heard, and it might just be a rumor, it might not be actual mm-hmm. confirmed, but that Polygon is, um, which is the one that did the anime movies that are on Netflix, mm-hmm. um, is probably not going to be the one that's doing it. Um, okay. Now, like I said, I, I heard that, and it might just be me wishful thinking, hoping it's true, or it might be confirmed or might just be rumor i don't really know but um i would be happy with a new animated series i would be happy if polygon did not do it because i was not super thrilled with the movies that are on netflix uh that were Mm -hmm. done by polygon so um but you know more godzilla is never a bad thing no no not at all I, i mean i would definitely like to to delve into that a little bit with you, <laughs> but I figure we could save save it for another episode where we're, we'll dig into those. Uh, oh, yeah. Because yeah, I have a few strong feelings about those movies as well. But um, as far as yeah, the rumors of the animated series don't know what it is, but it's there. Whatever we know, we'll we'll drop it whenever we find out more information. But the uh, the last thing I have, and this is a very bite sized little tidbit, but it's interesting nonetheless. Mm-hmm is that there's a report that's floating around because I don't know about you, but I am really wondering why we haven't seen a uh, Kong versus Godzilla trailer yet or Godzilla versus Kong trailer yet for the new legendary films because that movie's about five months out and kind of like to see a trailer, you know? Yeah. It it doesn't bode well when they, they hold off. Uh, But I don't want to, I'm not trying to be negative about him. Just, just saying. Well, uh, I'm now, eager for a trailer. Warner Brothers, uh, it was Warner Brothers or Legendary. One of them recently had um, a reshuffle and had hired a new person in their marketing department um, to head mm-hmm. like their marketing. And um, whoever's distributing it, I think it's Warner Brothers is the one distributing it. So yep. it's uh, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. Um, and that could be what's delaying it. Um, I heard another podcast talking about this, that, that if that's what delays, uh, if that's what's delaying it, that makes sense. Um, also, I think they kind of learned a little bit of a lesson from King of the Monsters because the first trailer for King of the Monsters dropped like a year before the movie came yeah, out. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, so... I I think they with with King of the Monsters it did underperform as much as we love it Godzilla fans seem to love it uh, it did underperform and I think that made them reevaluate the way they market the movie so that may be what's putting this on hold and kind of like why they're waiting till it gets closer but I, I I'm with you it's like okay now you're getting to the crunch time and you need to let people know this movie's coming out mm-hmm. yeah. It's It's been one of those things I just constantly look for any morsel that it's coming. And right. nothing has... It's It's been so long since we've heard anything. But this this was fairly recent. These two things... Well, it's two things that I've actually got here. Uh, one is that Kong will supposedly support a beard, which is oh, odd. Wow. But, but sure. I mean... To make him look different and maybe older, sure, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah. Uh, but another report uh, leaked that someone actually got to see the trailer. I guess they're part of the uh, vetting process for trailers or whatnot, and they actually got to see it. So they kind of put out a little 
breakdown yeah, of what the trailer a, was? There was a um, a showcase um, mm-hmm. for like uh, people. Uh, what do you call it? For the distributors in other markets and stuff, and for right, um, right. people making merchandise and stuff. So they had kind of a a um, a showcase for that and. What I heard was that they had some footage from the movie or at least uh, a somewhat complete trailer uh, yeah. available to show them. So that may be where this is coming from. Right. So knowing that, and I mean, the way that the guy, I kind of read the descriptor just out of curiosity, because normally I don't like to have this stuff spoiled for me. But again, we're, we're getting so close. I want this trailer so bad. It's like right. an itch. I'm just begging to scratch, you know, but... I wanted to see what it said, and based on the way the guy described it, I could see that being the trailer. I mean, that's a hell of a lot of forethought into a trailer description for it not to be legit. Yeah. So I'm thinking yeah. that what he saw was legitimate. So I, you know, they say take it with a grain of salt, but I think he's he's he saw the the trailer. And yeah, now is was, this the one? I think I might have read the same one. Is this the one where they? describe a scene with Ghidorah being chained up um, as uh, almost like a flashback scene. I didn't hear that. So now you've got my attention. <laughs> okay. Well, well, okay. The, the one that I was reading, um, they said that there was a small clip, just like a brief clip of uh, Ghidorah and he had chains wrapped around him uh, and that, they said that it appeared to be a flashback scene, but in a trailer where it's, you know, just clip after clip after clip, it's hard to tell. So, mm-hmm. um, but that's, that's the part that stuck out to me when I was reading, but I might've been reading a different thing. So in mine might not be true. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have glossed over that one, but I guess I was trying to see what they were going to do as far as showing the two of them face off. Right. And one thing I guess I didn't really like out of what I was hearing, but again, I think everybody will kind of learn this over time as they listen to this podcast. We've Travis and I have had this conversation off the podcast and I'm going to just kind of lay it out now. Mm-hmm. I do love Godzilla. Okay? But if I were to choose for whatever reason, I always seem to lean toward Kong and I I can't <laughs> explain why. It's just, I always have. And it's just this weird thing. I love Godzilla. Don't get me wrong. I love him to death. But when it comes to the two of them together, I want to see Kong prevail. And I think it might have something to do with him being the underdog. Because you think about it and it's like, there's no way he can take Godzilla. There's no way. So maybe that's what it really... Yeah, so maybe that's what it boils down to. And in the trailer, the way they described that last scene is that Kong was maybe like a third of the size of Godzilla. And I'm like, are you serious? I thought you said he was going to be bigger. And to me, yeah. I was like, how's he going to fight him at a third of his size? That's just insane. But maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe- I definitely think that uh, Kong is going to be the small, scrappy one in the uh, in the fight. Um Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I know I'm the opposite of you. I am Godzilla all the way. Team Godzilla. I've uh, never been a huge fan of King Kong. Uh, he's all right, you know. He, mm. He's a he's a giant ape. 
okay. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I am Godzilla all the way. So it's it's an interesting interesting partnership we got here for this podcast <laughs> and that's that's what makes it beautiful is we, you know we're we're two guys who have opposite especially with that that particular dichotomy where we're two we're on both ends so when that movie comes out just wait for the review yeah okay? <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you don't know i mean we don't know right now what it's going to be but right. whoever wins the one of us is going to be like hell yeah woo you know yeah. my team won <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure exactly. I'm sure like most most movies like this I mean we don't want to see one trump the other in a, in a manner of speaking you know I mean somebody's mm-hmm. got to win and they've said there will be a definitive winner but right granted you know I'm still going to be okay with whoever comes out I just I would be rooting for Kong in the end that's just me yeah, yeah. I, I I have heard that too. They said it's definitely there is definitely going to be a winner. There's going to be it's not going to be a cop out. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um yeah. Moving on with the news, um do you have any other news to talk about? No, that's that's all I got. Okay. Well, I have one more little tidbit that's more uh it, I mean it's it 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 fits in with the podcast, but it's more mm-hmm. of a personal thing because I love this character so much. But okay. um, Marvel Comics released their solicitations for January of uh, 2020. Um, would be kind of weird if it was January of 2019. Um, <laughs> but uh, along in that solicitations was a preview of The Immortal Hulk number 30, which mm-hmm. will feature the return of of Zimnu and Ooh. I love Zimnu. He is my favorite of the Marvel monsters. Like anybody who's not aware, uh there was a time period when superheroes were not popular even in comic books. Yeah. <laughs> and during that time period, uh they were trying different things. They had romance comics, they had uh, horror comics they had western comics and marvel especially out of all of the publishers was putting out a lot of monster comic books and mm-hmm. stan lee and jack kirby and uh they they worked together and they made a lot of these giant monsters and Zimnu was one of them that was later brought back as a a villain for the Hulk to fight. So he's kind of got a long history in Marvel comics. And I just, I, I love this character so much. He's just a big white, hairy alien with hypnotic powers that can control people's minds. <laughs> <laughs> I do love what they're doing at Marvel here recently. They seem to be bringing back uh, some of the classics, a lot of characters that uh, have kind of fallen by the wayside. Yeah. Now was, was Zimnu, I again I don't know this for certain so I'm, I'm hoping maybe you know was he part of that monsters unleashed uh thing they did a couple of years back um I cannot remember him being in monsters unleashed um my memory might be uh wrong but mm-hmm. um I don't remember him being if he was he wasn't a major part of it because I remember right. the story focused mostly on 
I think Fin Fang Foom and yeah, yeah. Kid Kaiju and a few other characters. But so I don't think he was if he, if he was in it, he wasn't a major part of it. Um, but I sure. definitely need to reread that series because uh, I I don't really remember much about it. <laughs> I need to refresh. Yeah, my it's it's been a couple of years since I read it, so I wasn't sure. But I don't like his his presence in that book did not seem if it was if, if he was there at all. It was minimal because I don't remember him being there. But yeah, like you said, Fing Fing Foom. The most recent thing I remember Zimnu uh, appearing in was just briefly in uh, Iron Fist, the Iron Fist Netflix series. Uh, there oh, is a yeah, scene. Yeah. There is a scene where um, Danny Rand is underneath his dad's desk and he's putting mm-hmm. stickers up. And some of the stickers that he's putting on the desk is uh, some of the classic Marvel monsters. I think even Bybeast is in there. But uh, yes. but one of them is Zimnu. And I was like, this is Zimnu! All Holy hail crap. Zimnu! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realize that is amazing. Yes, I remember that scene. Oh my God, that is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. We will be covering uh, those comics. The the Anytime there's a monster making a reappearance in the Marvel comics, we'll cover it even in a small part uh, because mm-hmm. I just, I'm such a big fan of the monster, the Marvel monsters. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So our main topic for today is going to be uh, giant monsters, the best and the worst. We're going to talk about the good. We're going to talk about the bad. We're going to talk about the ugly. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into a discussion about what we consider the best and the worst giant monsters, I did kind of want to, just in case we have some listeners who are new to the whole giant monster, kaiju, uh, daikaiju genre, Um, I wanted to kind of break that down a little bit for people. Um, The word kaiju in Japanese just means strange beast, I think is how it translates or what it means. Mm -hmm. Um, So pretty much anything that's a monster, they use the word kaiju. Uh, Giant monster, they use the word daikaiju. But over here in the States and in English-speaking countries, we've kind of just applied the word kaiju to any kind of giant monster movie. Um, especially ones that are tokusatsu, which means they are suit animations, people in the rubber suits, um, breaking the miniature models of cities. But as far as I'm concerned, the word kaiju really takes in a lot more than just that narrow market. Now, that's that's your traditional what people consider kaiju. Mm-hmm. What I consider kaiju expands out to much more than just Godzilla or King Kong or Mothra. Uh, Anything that's a monster of significant size is to me a kaiju. And so listeners will learn as we go through some of the movies that we're going to talk about, some of them may not be your traditional kaiju movies, but they're going to feature a giant monster of some kind. So I just mm-hmm. want to do a little breakdown of that. Uh, do you want to start off on our discussion of what is the best and what is the worst giant monsters? Sure. Uh, now I have, I, I did a little digging because I had a feeling that we would probably uh, cross 
uh, swords at some point as far as what we consider best. Maybe not so much on the worst. I think that's where we'll kind of find a little bit of a, sh- a differential on this. But right. I will say as far as best, I think we can go ahead and kind of throw Godzilla by the wayside. Of course he's the best. We're not going to argue that you know Godzilla is whether he's the best or the worst. He's the best. We know that. So I've I've right. kind of eliminated him by you know process of of course King of Monsters. He's Godzilla. He's of course he's the best. So we're not even yeah. going to touch yeah. him. He's best. Well, well now I do want to talk about Godzilla. We can talk about Godzilla in a second because I do want to talk about Godzilla. But but I, okay. I want to hear I want to hear what your first uh, best one is. Okay. Well, the first one I jotted down because I feel this is a very unique character in a lot of ways. And even, I guess, being as popular as he is, he hasn't had a lot of screen time. And that would be Gigan. Because for me, now, if I had a choice between which Gigan I like, the Showa era or the Millennium era, I got to go with Showa because... Not to say that I didn't dig the Millennium design, but at some point I felt like there was just a little bit too much going on. Like he was just a little busy in his design. So I really, really do lean toward the original Gigan design in the Showa era. Uh, He's he's just such a... I don't know what it is. He's so uniquely designed. Like, I'm not even saying that none of the others are not well designed i mean some a lot of them are iconic but there was just something about him it's like whoever designed him really put in the time to say what do i need to do to make him stand out and they did it and he's just he's got his you know laser coming out of his forehead he's got his his hook hands he's got his you know uh, i don't know what you call like it chainsaw stomach chest yeah. thing so he just he's a very unique monster and He's an alien, which sometimes always seems to be the better uh, take on on kaiju. But besides that, I mean, he's just he's a very unique monster. But he's only really had three movie appearances. But he's so yeah. well loved from what I've seen in the kaiju uh, fandom. Everyone loves Gigan, but why is he only oh, yeah. had three and in movies? Fact, he's um, Michael. Daughtery, Doherty, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, the the director of Godzilla: King of the Monsters from this year. Uh, yeah, he is actually his favorite kaiju. See, <laughs> and, and I, he I, wants to include or wanted to include Gigan in uh, the new MonsterVerse somehow. So we may get a MonsterVerse version of Gigan at some point in the future, depending on what the future of the MonsterVerse is post uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. And uh, fingers crossed that they make it happen because, look, they, without really over-explaining it, they did say Ghidorah was from space. He's yeah. an alien. So you've already established that him being in there is not a stretch. I think that's one thing that bugs me so hard to just to kind of divert for a moment, but we're talking about giant monsters. Uh, The comic book Watchmen had a giant squid as it's, 
uh, primary source of, of defeat for the entire world and and really was right. supposed to bring everybody together. And then in the movie they said, no, nah, that's not that's, that's too that's too far. And I'm like, you're talking about you've got a guy who's blue and he can grow to ginormous sizes and you're telling me that a giant squid is too far? I don't get that. <laughs> okay, so Gigan fits in this perfectly. He can definitely show up yeah. in the Monsterverse. Well, There's nothing about him that's it's too far-fetched. Yeah, and in the um, post-credits or, or over-the-credits, um, when they're uh, of Godzilla King the Monster, they are talking about how um, Monarch had experimented with uh, creating their own uh, Titan, their own giant mm-hmm. monster, and using cybernetics. Now, a lot yes. of people jumped automatically to Mechagodzilla because obviously, you know, Mechagodzilla is the first thing you think of. But Gigan is a machine giant monster hybrid too. That's true. So Mm -hmm. maybe there's this long dormant kaiju that came from outer space like like Ghidorah that uh, they found and they decided to spruce up with like a bunch of cybernetics and stuff and there you go. So I would love that. Just a mm. giant robot penguin is what I always <laughs> thought he looked like. <laughs> yeah, he does. I never thought about it that way. But, yeah, you're right. He does kind of have penguin quality. <laughs> he looks so much like a penguin. <laughs> he does. Huh. Well, oh. I'll have to reconsider how I think about him now. But, yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow. oh, but, man. no, I mean, he's he's definitely one of my favorites, someone I always like seeing. But, again, there's only three movies he's ever been in. But every time he right. shows up. He's a presence to be dealt with because from what I remember, out of all the Godzilla movies, he was the first one to draw first blood on Godzilla. I mean, I don't yeah, remember. He, well, he definitely, yeah, he definitely did a lot of damage. Yeah. So he, he definitely proved his worth real quick saying, look, I just made Godzilla bleed. When was the first time you saw that? I couldn't remember. Right. I was like, oh, whoa, okay. So... He's a, he's a force to be reckoned with, and I wish he would be utilized more. I really hope that what you're saying about him being in the MonsterVerse could possibly happen. Fingers crossed it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I, so. I'd be there. I'd be all for it. I, mm-hmm. I love Gigan. Um, so. Now, going back to, I know we kind of pushed Godzilla to the side, but I do want to talk about Godzilla because in this, we're talking about the monsters themselves, not the movies that they're mm-hmm. from. And that's going to sure. be apparent when we get into some of the ones that I have later on. But Godzilla has gone through different versions over the years and changed a little bit in his appearance. Mm-hmm. And also his character. Like, there's Godzilla the menace, and then there's Godzilla the hero. So I wanted to ask you, which do you like more? Do you like Godzilla, the kind of force of nature destroying uh, cities that needs to be taken down? Or do you like he's kind of this benevolent uh, figure that protects humanity and the earth from evil monsters? Uh, You know, that's a really tough question. I'll be honest with you. As a Godzilla fan, there are things. Things I like about the force of nature, Godzilla. You know, like using one of my favorite Godzilla films is uh, Godzilla 1985, as we know it here, but the return of Godzilla in Japan. Right. He just felt like this being who just was 
pushing through and he just didn't need to be there. And if you look at a lot of those where he is, you go back to the original Godzilla movie, Gojira from 1954, you go to Shin Godzilla, where he's a force mm-hmm. of nature. There's really a deeper message uh, planted there. And I don't want to go into specifics because I'd really like to save that for when we actually speak of those movies, but they, they have right. so much exactly. meaning. Yeah. So there's a yeah, lot of and, meaning and, and to I them. And I kind of feel the same way. Uh, I definitely think that um, there is something when when Godzilla is that metaphor, mm-hmm. like he was in the original movie <clears throat> and what he can be, uh, when he's used as a metaphor for destruction, for atomic power and stuff, there is something really, really interesting about that. But right. at the same time, I grew up watching the late Showa period movies. Sure. So mm-hmm. the Godzilla versus Gigan, the Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, Terror of Mechagodzilla, those movies, Godzilla versus uh, the Sea Monster, mm-hmm. uh, and in those movies, that's that was the period when he was kind of the bene- benevolent hero. Yeah. Uh, he was the monster that was protecting us from even worse monsters, and so I I kind of still have a soft spot for the. Godzilla as a hero because I that's just kind of he's always been a hero to me <laughs> right mm-hmm. and you know I'll even I'll even say that when uh, the uh, remake of Godzilla came out over here in the states the 2014 version I did not expect that ending where he essentially became the hero and everyone was championing Godzilla because right. I was like what and, and I was actually happy about it because I was like we're really doing this. He's going to be the savior monster. You know, he's not just yeah. going to be this force of nature because that's what they built him up to be throughout the entire movie. That's what you thought he was going to be. And even though they were sprinkling little tidbits, well, he's he's trying to keep the, the mutos at bay and so on and so forth. I didn't expect that ending. And when I got it, I was like, that's amazing. That's awesome because that's that's a version of Godzilla we haven't seen. Over here, right? You know, so I was I was really thrilled by that. So as they continued on, and even though they kind of, I guess, play with it a little bit more, where he's still kind of this force of nature, but he's he is your hero. Um, I did like right. how they they approach that. So I do have a soft spot for the hero version, but I guess I do lean toward the the more force of nature type. Mm, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to throw out, um, because most of my uh, choices for best definitely come from the Godzilla movies, because Mm -hmm. I'm a Godzilla fan. Um, But I'm going to throw out a worst one uh, at you. King Caesar. Oh, really? Okay. I absolutely hate that design. (laughs) (laughs) I know that some people like him. I know, and I know he's supposed to be, like, one of the um, guardian uh, temple dogs Mm -hmm. uh, statues come to life. But he just looks like absolute garbage to me in every (laughs) movie that he's in. I mean, okay, yeah, I can can see that. I mean, he was was one of my contenders Um, for best, so I I really want to hear more of this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, he King Caesar 
is kind of he's okay in Final Wars, mm-hmm. but I also don't really I don't like what he does in Final because he like does a soccer move and like soccer yeah he kicks. was yeah it was a little what did he do he jumped he did the soccer thing <laughs> yeah yeah it was kind of weird yeah, yeah I I'll just, give you that I am not and he has this hair I guess hair hair on a giant on the giant mo- uh, monster movies in the especially in the Godzilla movies doesn't mm-hmm. look right and yeah? okay. so having these patches of fur on him and everything just he looks so dumb <laughs> and I just don't <laughs> like that design fair enough fair enough to each his own I mean I, <laughs> I, I again he's I not mean, on my I, I he's not on my list I'll say that he's not on my list but I was kind of thinking about him. And I was like, is he a good monster? Uh, uh, I just kind of shrugged. I was like, Man, well, I mean, he's all right. He does kind of the beam yeah, thing with people Mecha are kind Godzilla. of indifferent to him. Yeah. I mean, I didn't dislike him, but, uh, you know, when comparing him to other monsters, I was like, eh, I mean, he's okay, I guess. Right. But I couldn't put, I couldn't put him on a, on the best list, but I definitely didn't put him on the worst list, but that's, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I like that we have a yeah. divergence on this, so that's good. Yeah, and, and and of course, and also I already kind of spoiled it earlier, but King Kong, uh, he's I put him on my worst list because I'm just not a fan of King Kong. Okay. He's just a giant ape. There's nothing special about him. I just he doesn't wow me okay. the way that like Godzilla or other you know the Japanese kaiju's do. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing unique about him. He's just this giant ape. And I guess that's, you know, a, a symptom of the fact that he was one of the first giant yeah. monsters. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, the idea of a giant ape is it was unique and different. But now it just feels like, OK, what else? What else is there? <laughs> OK, well, since you've you've thrown that out, Kong <laughs> is on my best list. And I'll say I'll tell you why. OK. Because I think this, no, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. I like this. Because for me, Kong not only is the godfather of kaiju, if you want to kind of go that route. Without Kong, you would not have Godzilla. You would not have a lot of the giant monster movies you have. But I think what I love so much about Kong is that he isn't anything but a giant ape. And that he can overpower and he can overcome these situations that you wouldn't think a giant ape could so when you kind of look at him and you're just like ah, it's an ape or whatever he's he's still strong he still uh perseveres over diversity he's 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 a tough tough cookie you know yeah and granted we haven't seen what he could do against godzilla so well we have we haven't seen what right. he's going to do well, against the yeah. new godzilla <laughs> per se and i will i i will say in all fairness, I will say that I did not like, and again, this is spoilers for later episodes, but who cares? Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. like the lightning edition of King Kong and King Kong versus Godzilla because I felt like you 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 added something because you felt like you couldn't take him. So you're just like, all right, so right. you're not even going to try to because before that. If you kind of watch some of the fight, they could have done a lot of that stuff without him having electrical powers. So right. why not just let him 
throw down because, in my opinion, again, I'm spoiling. I can't help it. We're talking about it. Uh, <laughs> that fight, King Kong versus Godzilla, that was the best fight, bar none, in all of the kaiju movies in the Showa era. Mainly oh, because yeah. now, you I had, definitely agree with that. Yeah, they brawl. That I mean, the flips, the kicks, the throws, and it's just like, oh my gosh, they're really at it. You know, it was a the, fight. The shoving the tree down Godzilla's mouth. Yeah, that was a fight. <laughs> this wasn't just like, all right, I'm going to throw my fire breath at you, and uh, I'm going to hit you with a, you know, we're volleyball a rock yeah, back and I'm forth gonna, or whatever. I'm going to flap my wings towards you. Yeah, this was a fight. And, and boy, did it show. So to me, I felt like you needed more of that. No, don't do all this lightning stuff. I understand that it was to try and level the playing field, but I, I hope they don't do that in the new movie because they do that. No, and I, I definitely, I don't think they'll do that, but yeah, never know. But yeah, I, I do agree with you. I do agree that it is one of the best, if not the best uh, fight in the show up period. Um, and, and I actually do think that the universal, not universal, um, the uh, legendary the MonsterVerse, uh, Kong from Kong Skull Island, is unique enough. He's not just like a giant gorilla. There is some, you know, he's a little bit different. He's mm-hmm. something that's not, he's not an ape that already exists, just grown to giant size. He's yeah. unique. And uh, I like that. Yeah. What I don't like is when he's just a gorilla that's giant because that's not interesting to me. And so yeah. that, you know, but but I do respect it. I'm resp- I respect him as... Like you said, the godfather of all giant monsters. Without King Kong, we wouldn't have the giant monster movies that I love so much. So I mm. definitely have a lot of respect for King Kong. He's just not my favorite. Yeah, understandable. That's understandable. So I, j- I thought that would be kind of fun because I figured somewhere on there we'd have that that uh, twist on there. So, But but that's yeah. what I love about this. I don't want us to agree on everything. That's the beauty of this. We, we have to argue both sides because there are going to be people out there who are listening to us who are going to agree with you and who are going to agree with me. Right. And that's that's the beauty of this. So I love it. Yep. Um, yep, definitely. I'm going to go ahead and throw out another, or my first worst, since you tossed out Kong as your worst, um, I'm going to say Varan because he just, he just floats, man. <laughs> he, he does nothing. He just, a, he's just a big flying squirrel lizard and he does nothing. I mean, he didn't even do anything and destroy all monsters. And I was just like, dude, you're here. And all you did was float down from the sky and you didn't even fight, man. And again, there are there are reasons I won't get into, but I'm just saying he didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. And yep. and they call him unbelievable and I find him unbelievably boring. So eh. Yeah. I I I'm not I'm I don't disagree with that. I definitely I'm with you. Varan is definitely one of the more boring monsters. I don't think there's anything uh, special about him and like you said he's just like a flying squirrel type, yeah. like sugar glider type thing <laughs> and and you know it would have been interesting to see if they would have put him in the uh, one movie the uh, Godzilla King Ghidorah Mothra all giant monsters all out attack because right. 
little trivia for all of you who might not know, but he was supposed to be one of the three monsters that was it Godzilla fought in that? Yeah, because Godzilla was going to yeah. be the main protagonist or antagonist, excuse me, in right. that movie. And then they were going to have three lesser known monsters. And I think it was going to be Varan, Angurus, and Baragon. And I think Baragon's the only one that made it out of that alive. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah I, and then they, they use the more um, popular monsters to yeah. help draw people in. Sure. But, you know, to me, that's, now, a, that's a little disappointing uh, because. I felt like these characters that they've never given them a chance to really be beyond these little moments. You know, I mean, why not give these lesser monsters a moment to shine? They always go to the yeah, popular Moran ones like Mothra and, and, yeah. and a lot of those ones. Yeah, that just haven't even Manda or Manda. Yeah, uh, hasn't really had you know too much time to really shine, and that's a really interesting design too. You know, it's like a mm-hmm. traditional like Chinese Japanese dragon. Yeah. Uh, and stuff but yeah they need to they need to uh i think use they need, them. i think they need to have a little bit more faith in their fan base that people want to see that because i do i mean if they yeah. would have made that movie i would i would have still been there you i mean you wouldn't have that would have actually intrigued me more that they were like oh it's varan and baragon and Anchorus. i haven't seen them since the showa era sure right bring them on man i want to see that but yeah they copped out so now, now you threw this one out there. So I'm I, I want to pick up on this. Okay. Uh, and this is going to be my last uh, Godzilla one the, okay. you know, from the Godzilla movies. But we let's talk about Baragon. Okay. <laughs> because Baragon, uh, that movie, the and we're 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 going to talk about that movie, and we're going to talk about this again mm. when we talk about that movie in a future episode but godzilla mothra king Ghidorah, giant monsters all out attack also baragons there but they yeah. don't put them in the title they don't <laughs> it's just like that other Poor guy baragon <laughs> and or baragon he is like the waluigi of the godzilla franchise he is i just hashtag justice for baragon that's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a sec- there was another monster in that movie too, right? That was lesser known. It was like it was actually dead on the 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 shore. It was like a giant turtle. The oh. I can't remember his name. Camebus. Oh, I think you might be right. Something like that. Now. It was just like he's so pathetic. Just, we're just gonna kill him off screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Leave his corpse here. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember uh, his name, but I think that's right. Camebus or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that it's was been the a one. While. It's been a while since I've seen that, so I need to go back and rewatch that. But definitely, I just always, I always hated that Baragon didn't get the respect he deserves. I, yeah. I think, because Baragon's one that's been around for a long time. Like, his first sure. appearance was in, was it Frankenstein Conquers the World? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he appeared in Godzilla movies. He's appeared in Ultraman. Uh, he, right. Uh, um, was, the suit was reused in Ultraman. So he's been around for a long time, and then he doesn't get included in the title of the movie. And it's like, just, yeah, hashtag justice for Baragon. <laughs> right on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he, 
he is a fascinating character. I will say that in that movie, he got destroyed bad. Like, I felt sorry for Baragon. Yes. <laughs> how he went down. Because it was just like, oh my gosh. You know, he just got obliterated. Like yes. a snap of I don't a know what they have against Baragon, but he is just know. like, like I said, he's the Waluigi of the mm-hmm. Godzilla universe. He <laughs> really is. I never thought about that, but he really is. So justice for Baragon. Hashtag it. Put it all over the Twitters. We're putting it on some t-shirts. We're selling t-shirts. Justice for so, Baragon. I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce off of that since you mentioned Baragon, because I feel like this is a perfect segue. Worst okay. Kaiju Frankenstein, because what what was that? <laughs> what was that? Okay. I mean look. We had we had War of the Gargantuans as a pseudo sequel to that movie and they created these kaiju if you will and they looked monstrous but Mm -hmm. frankenstein i couldn't get behind that that was a hard one to get behind (laughs) because i was like what is this you just put like a heavy brow on a guy and some buck teeth and painted uh, him green yeah, so I'm gonna have to say no on that one. That was that was a hard pill to swallow because I really had because the the reason I really watched it to begin with was because of Baragon because it was like oh cool Baragon's in this I haven't got to see him in a movie right. since whenever you know and then uh, gosh that that one was yeah. really hard to watch <laughs> at least for for that <laughs> so yeah uh, Frankenstein. I, yeah. Yeah, the the Toho Frankenstein specifically is yeah. is definitely definitely a worst. Uh, and the like, what is it? It's like a fur toga that he wears. Yeah, is yeah. All we it, it's just the whole thing is just weird. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, just Google Frankenstein conquers the world. Get Google images. You'll see it, and you'll be like, "Yep, I got you." It won't be yep. hard. <laughs> if you think that's awesome, let's talk, because I'd like to know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tweet us, tweet us, and, and let us know, because sure. uh, I would I would love to hear some justification for why that's, uh, you know, why you think that's a good monster design, because, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it just, it seems so out of place, because when you have giant monsters... And then you have a guy. Granted, I know that they're guys in monster suits, but we're talking about monsters. We're talking about things that aren't human-looking per se. And then you have this guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It's just weird. It's just, I don't know, turns me off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely get it. I definitely get it. So now let's get away from the traditional giant monsters that people might think of when they think of giant monsters. Okay. And let's talk about some kaiju people might not think of as kaiju. I'm going to throw out one, and it may be controversial, but Clifford the Big Red Dog. I mean, (laughs) it fits. I I can't argue with it. I can't argue with it. He's he's on to something here, folks. So, I mean... If, imagine that dog, but imagine it got rabies. What would they yeah. do? Wow, this is a movie I want to see now. 
like Clifford like got Stevie rabies. <laughs> Cujo, all that that was a big dog. But imagine mm-hmm. Clifford. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Man, I, I wish I had. I wish I had a piece of a piece of paper and a pencil right now because I'd be sketching this out. Clifford has rabies. A new book for children. Um, of course, I don't think children should read it. But <laughs> Clifford has rabies. <laughs> Clifford, the old Clifford. He's, yeah, he's the big red dog, but there's red all over town. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, but uh, you're right. You're right. He could have. I mean, he. They didn't say he was immune to rabies. So what does right? happen? You're he's gonna have to dog. call in the national guard. <laughs> he's a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> but he's a big dog. He's a and big there's dog. no explanation about why he's so big. Not that I know of. No, not that I've. I've never heard. If if you know, please let us know. But I don't. I have no. I have no idea why he's a big red dog. He just is. And just imagine if that dog decided to turn on its masters and just decided to own everybody. Mm-hmm. It would weird. There's nothing that could stop it. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of anything but the National Guard. I want to see this movie now. Clifford has to get rabies <laughs> and they have to make this a movie because I want to see what happens. Because that little girl is oh, going to be so man. sad watching her dog attack, being attacked. <laughs> and of course, children all over the world are going to be traumatized but you know what that's life people <laughs> that's life oh, i'm man. sorry that your so, dog got rabies <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that is you it to put your dog down <laughs> um, i'm sorry child <laughs> yeah that's got to be a line we got to put clifford down it's i'm sorry <laughs> i can't even remember her name i wish i had her name i wish i knew all the characters names and i could we could just turn this into a clip Straight from the I know, movie. I know, right? <laughs> I can't remember any other characters in it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sorry, man. Julie. So, he has to go so, down. Yeah, he has to go down. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, I can I can agree with that. I mean, he's, he's a big red dog. He kind of fits in the criteria of kaiju, so at him. <laughs> yep, yep. Pe- Tell listeners, him he's wrong. Listeners, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you, you know they want me. to. I don't care. I will fight tooth and nail. Clifford <laughs> is a kaiju. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I can't. I, I'm not going to disagree. I'm with you on that. Yeah. It really redefines so do you have what any kaiju kind is. Of, <laughs> do you have any kind of off the wall, kind of weird ones like that? You know, I wish I did. <laughs> because <laughs> I was trying to stay within the confines of what we're familiar with. And I was just like, well, I never thought about but now I wish I'd have thought about that because I was like, well, you know. All right. So I'll throw one out that I felt like was a weird one. I, I won't say okay. weird in the sense of um, bad, but I think maybe wouldn't be wholly considered immediately. So as far as a best for me, of course, we're reining back into the Godzilla franchise or <laughs> Some somewhat, somewhat. Uh Mothra Leo. Oh yes. Because he is not your typical Mothra. And I say he because typically Mothra is a she. And I'm not right. saying ah women ah, Mothra needs to be a dude. It's not anything like that. I just found right. Mothra <laughs> Leo to be a little bit more fascinating because he didn't die in his movie. He actually survived yeah, for three. Exactly. <laughs> 
Again, and, and no dissing to Mothra. I'm right there saying. with you. I definitely think Mothra Leo is my favorite Mothra design. Mm-hmm. Um, even though you know, and, and, and like you said, it's not anything you know against the female character. Oh, I just I prefer male characters. No, it's just that that design is so cool. Yeah, the the colors are cool, and he has different modes that he goes into. So yes. he'll go into like the hyper mode or the hyper speed mode. He'll go into an aquatic mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll you know rainbow Mothra is, is a thing. So yeah. it's like there's there's so many different like modes that he goes into that really make him stand out as very unique from all other versions of Mothra. Exactly, and I think you know they they could have easily made. Leo, Leah, or whatever you know, made her a female. It doesn't that that has nothing to do with it. It's the fact that this is a mother right. that it survived through at least three movies and had all these different abilities that we'd never seen out of a mother before. So that to me made him more fascinating because yeah, yeah. And I f- and I had a Mothra Leo um, toy uh, back in the day. I don't know whatever happened to it, but I had one. And that was even before I even knew about the movies. I was just Mm -hmm. like, this is a cool looking Mothra and I have to have it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So like you said, rainbow aqua light speed armor, which was, I think in the the third one. And then I guess it, it fizzled out to the eternal Mothra mode, which is supposed to be like God Mm -hmm. status. And then he is to send off and retire or something like that. So to me, it was just, I mean, it was fascinating to see one solid Mothra continuing on as opposed to, I'm Mothra and I died. And then, uh, well, and then just move on. And there's another one that gets hatched. Because let me tell you, when we were watching Godzilla King of the Monsters in theaters, my wife saw Mothra mm-hmm. die, and she's like, I can't believe she died. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't believe she died? She's died <laughs> every <laughs> other time. <laughs> that is like an essential part of Mothra's story is the <laughs> sacrifice that she makes. <laughs> yeah. So I expected it to happen. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. But again, if you're a kaiju fan, you expect this. I expected it because I was like, of course she's going to die. I didn't want her to right. die, but I expected it because right. that's what happens. So... Right. That's again, that's why Leo kind of he's kind of my top Mothra because I like that he was more than just a sacrificial lamb for someone else. He actually got to have his own adventures, he got to do his own thing, and he, you know, was kind of a hero in his own right. So, yep. It's to me he made for a more fascinating Mothra character. Yep. Totally so. agree. I totally agree with that. So I'm for that. Well, I'm going to throw out another off-the-wall random one. I'm going to ask you, does Bowser count as a giant monster? Uh, As a kaiju? (laughs) uh, Maybe Giga Bowser. I would start to lean into that because that that looks like more of a kaiju than Bowser himself. So Giga Bowser, yeah. I mean, he's a turtle dragon thing that breathes fire and has spikes on his shell. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> if he was 10 foot taller, he would be a kaiju. <laughs> and that's that's Kaiga Bowser. That's Kaiga Bowser. So he does kind of fit that bill. So I guess yeah. he just needs oh. some steroids and then he'd be all right. So I, I guess I could kind of give it to you. you yeah. Know. Now, now, okay, there's another video game character that... 
uh, I think might fit the mold. What about Ripley from Yes. Metroid? Yes. Okay, yep. I can definitely follow behind that because he is it, it Ripley is is a classic he has Kaiju written all over him. You can't yeah. tell me whoever yeah, this, designed that character was not thinking Kaiju because right. you could stick him into any Godzilla film and he'd fit right in. Yeah, exactly. This giant like pterodactyl dragon thing mm-hmm. that just is ridiculous looking and he's supposed to be a space pirate. I yeah. don't know what kind of pirate he is because Yeah, I a, never understood that either. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a pterodactyl dragon man. Like wh- what are you doing? <laughs> How are you pirating? <laughs> I mean, even all the ones they label but, as space pirates, I'm just like, "What?" don't see pirate in you i don't see a peg leg i don't see the, the you know yeah anything piratey know. about you i don't know what you're pirating but yeah. it's yeah it, but yes that design i i i i had to throw that out there because i was like that is definitely kaiju <laughs> yeah oh yeah for sure i could definitely follow follow suit with that absolutely man why didn't i think outside right. the box more <laughs> yeah all right well, do you have any, uh, do you have one you want to finish on or do you want to end it there? Uh, let me see. Well, I've got, um, all right, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to finish with another worst. And this might seem shocking, but uh, I feel like it, it, it works in contrast to something I said was my favorite. Um, I don't like Mechanicong. Mechanicong is terrible. Okay. I love Mechanicong. What? <laughs> as that much is as I hate Kong, I love Mechanicong. <laughs> now, what's funny, I will say this, what's funny is long before I knew about the movie King Kong Escapes, okay, uh-huh. I had, like, I knew of Godzilla, I knew of Mecha Godzilla, and then I knew of King Kong. And then somewhere mm. in the back of my head, I was like, you know what? They ought to do like a Mecha King Kong. Yeah, that would be right. awesome. But again, yeah. I'm these movies had not made their way stateside, and I'm just a kid. Right. So I had no, and there was not Google. We don't have the, we didn't, back in my day, we didn't have the internet <laughs> like you kids do today. So Back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> so... I didn't know these things existed. You know, the very first time I ever laid eyes on Mecha King Ghidorah was the God- uh-huh. Super Godzilla Super Nintendo game. And I was like, what is this? Oh, wow. And I was just like, oh, my God. And then I saw it in the, the instruction manual, and I was like, this is a movie. Like, I was just, mm-hmm. my mind was blown. I was like, I want to see this movie. Where's this movie? I can't see this movie because it's not stateside. Right. But Mechanicong did not. It never crossed. I didn't know it existed, but somewhere in my head, I was like, they need to do a Mecha King Kong. That's what they need to do. Why haven't they done that? So I would sit there and doodle Mecha King Kong because I was like, "That's they yep. need to do that. It'll be awesome. And then years later, there's like King Kong Escapes with Mechanicong. And I'm like, son of a bitch. They, they stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't because they had the idea long before I did. Right, right, exactly. So, it's like, oh, uh, you know, it's since it came out in like what, 67, 60 something. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I, I love weird things. Like, I'm, okay. I'm such an odd duck. I like one of my favorite comic book characters is Streaky the Super Cat. <laughs> <laughs> 
like just i i love when things are weird and mechanicong fits perfectly in that he was created by doctor who <laughs> he was he really was <laughs> the scientist was called doctor who in that mm-hmm. movie and he created a giant mechanical king kong yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't know why i can't get behind that design because the first time i watched uh, and it might have something to do with king kong's design in that movie because that was that was yeah. terrible i mean it's but, definitely cheesy like it is oh it is yeah full-on 1960s sci-fi like it, but I. That's what I love. I love. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he he just he weirded me out a little bit. I was like, you know what? I, do I like Mechanicong? No, I don't. I don't think I like him because he's just some <laughs> odd duck, you know. And it's funny because, in all actuality, he is kind of going back to what we said about what is Kong. Kong is the godfather of the monsters. Right. Mechanicong came before Mechagodzilla, and I consider him one of the best. Right. <laughs> so it's just like they 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 fit, they were just like, well, we kind of got something going here with the Mechanicong, Mechagodzilla, why not? That would be better. And it was. It was better. I don't understand. It blows yeah. my mind. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yeah, I just I don't know why. Um, I don't like that I don't like that character, so. <laughs> That's so funny. I I love our love our opposite views of these things. It's yes, so great. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to stop our discussion of best and worst. Um, we stuck with Godzilla monsters mostly, threw in a few, you know, mixed yeah. in a few other ones. Um, Next and time I'll, this, I'll think ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a topic I definitely want to come back on. We can do a part two, a part three, you know, in the future, because there mm-hmm. are definitely so many more giant monsters out there that we can discuss uh both good ones and bad ones so uh it's definitely something we can we can return to and talk about again later so do we want to finish the episode up here or do you want to you have anything else you want to do no i can uh let everybody know where they can uh find us on the interwebs if they want okay uh i mean we're just getting started we're just getting started out there on the internet, so uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Kaiju Weekly. Uh, send us an email at kaijuweekly at gmail.com. You can share your stories about what these movies mean to you, you know, because we're sitting here sharing what these movies mean to us. Tell us what you think. Why do you why do you love kaiju movies of any kind? Who's your favorite kaiju? Because I, I would hope that we would get a nice array of uh, monsters out there in kaiju. Yeah, uh, and if you no. send us things, uh, we will uh, try to get to them and uh, read them out at the end of the podcast every week. Uh, we yeah, might, and I'll try we'll... to do really good on this because I, I feel like I do it so poorly on my other podcasts, so I'll I'll do my damnedest to do it better here. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, something I was thinking about doing, and uh, because we have a schedule of what movies we're going to talk about, um, each week coming up. So to kind of hint what our next movie is going to be each week, uh, I wanted to do like a little trivia question. And anybody out there who hears it and wants to tweet us and let and give what your answer is, 
to the trivia question. If you get it right, we'll shout you out at the beginning of the next episode. So we're going to start doing that every week, too. So I might start that with our next episode. I might include a trivia question at the end of next episode uh, so that people can get involved and get, Mm -hmm. you know, and we can have a nice little fun time here at Kaiju Weekly. Yeah. And, uh, and, oh, one more thing. Uh, if people want to give us a review on iTunes, um, you can leave us, please leave us five stars if you enjoyed it. Uh, and if you leave us a good review, we will try to read that out. Pretty much if you interact with us at all, we're going to read it out. <laughs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> because we want that audience interaction. We want to hear from you. And I really want to include that in our podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, until next time, that's it for this episode of Kaiju Weekly.